2: Welcome to the True Crown Never Sleeps Podcast. I am your host, Larry Lees. Today we're diving into the unsolved robbery of the Denver Mint. First, would like to thank our sponsor, Poddex, for sponsoring this episode. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and get more engagement, you're going to want to check out poddex.com. And don't forget to use the code LARRY21 for 10% off your first order. These decks that Poddex offers have really helped me grow my audience. I had a podcast when I started with maybe only like ten or fifteen uh, downloads or listens, and then by the time I got more into Poddex, I started seeing those numbers grow. So Poddex does help with your podcast, and it gives you a it's a way to make your podcast more fresh and not stale regurgitating the same stuff over and over and over. There's one deck that they offer you um, for 50 different episode prompts that you can use on your podcast, giving you 50 fresh episodes that you can use at any time you want. So check them out today at poddecks.com. So now, and we'd like to also remind you that if you want to be a part of the show, Send us a voicemail at 682-305-0483. And you can be featured in a future episode. But now, let's dive right in to the unsolved robbery of the Denver Mint. Never thought this would be ever possible. But join us, and let's dive right in. On December 18th, 1922, a day like any other as a Federal Reserve bank truck sat outside the U.S. Mint in Denver, Colorado. At the time, the guards on duty had just loaded up a total of two hundred thousand dollars, when, at ten thirty AM, a group at the thieves pulled up in a Buick beside the truck. While one of them stayed behind the wheels to getaway, the other three men jumped out. As one robber rushed to the rear of the truck, firing at, fatally striking a guard, Charles Linton in the process, the second thief smashed open the truck's window. As the money was lifted out by the second man, the other two sprayed the Mint Building with bullets from their sawed-off shotguns. units went to work, and the alarms bell clanged away. Employees of the Mint Building grabbed their rifles and returned fire. Within seconds, bullets peppered West Colfax, several other buildings nearby, as well as the side of the Mint Building itself. Ninety seconds later, shots stopped flying from both directions. The robbers got away, turning east on Colfax with 50 packages of $5 bills in tow. The ensuing investigation, the bandits were traced from Omaha to Chicago then St. Paul before their trail went cold. Then, a month after the robbery took place on January 14, 1923, one of the confirmed thieves, Nicholas Trainer, was located, his frozen body discovered in the getaway car he used in the heist, inside a rented garage at the back of 1631 Gilpin Street in Denver. As later determined, Trainer had sustained injuries during the robbery and ultimately died during the gang's escape. Following the discovery of his body, police suspected that Harvey Bailey, whom Trainer had worked with in the past, may have also been a member of the gang in the near robbery. However, no evidence was ever found to implicate Bailey in the theft in any capacity. Then, a little over a month after locating Trainer's body on February seventeenth, authorities of Minnesota. Raided and abandoned hideout, where eighty thousand dollars from the theft was recovered. An additional seventy-three thousand in bonds stolen during another bank robbery in Walnut Hills, Ohio, was also seized. Since Trainer and Bailey were both considered suspects in the earlier heist, police at the time became further convinced of Bailey's involvement. Bailey himself had, had by that point, fallen off police radar in the late nineteen twenties, and continued evading capture into his eventual arrest and conviction in nineteen thirty-three. He eventually died in 1979. Twelve years after the recovery of Trainer's corpse in 1934, the remaining bandits were all positively identified. The Denver police chief at the time, A.T. Clark, released a statement announcing that five men, as well as two men, had con- colluded in the robbery. He also disclosed that of the individuals involved, only two remained alive by that point, and both were already serving life sentences in the Midwest for other crimes. According to police, the thieves fled to the Minneapolis-St. Paul area with the money before before it was then given to a prominent Minneapolis attorney.
1: Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online.
2: I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true.
1: Chumba Casino was America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.
2: Police further added that the other members of the gang had died violently. Years later, in June 1950, one of the two alleged remaining robbers, James, Oklahoma Jack Clark, was pardoned from the Indiana State Penitentiary. Following his release, Clark moved to a small farm in Kansas near his family, where he granted an interview with the Denver Post writer Wayne Phillips. In said interview, Clark mentioned that there was three members of the Mint robbery gang who were still alive. Clark said, quote, One of them is still up where I was. If they found me, they ought, they ought to be able to find him. The case of the Denver Mint was eventually closed on December 1st, 1934, without a single person ever being charged in connection with the theft. And that's all we have for this episode of True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Um, You can find us on all major podcast platforms. And please do check us out on Good Pods. I believe it's available on Apple and Android devices them out today and let us know in the comment section what you think about this case while it's closed do you think anybody will um, open up about it and say that they were part of it or at least a family member because most of them are probably dead by now let us know in the comment section below and thanks for watching and we'll see you next time take care
1: Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.
0: Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 2.49 dollars a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon